Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni and Julie's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright everyone, welcome back to the show. Today I'm here to talk about the latest installment in the Fast Saga, as it's now been called, and that is, of course, F9. So this movie picks up after the events of the 8th film, and it sees Cypher enlist the help of Jacob, Dom's long-lost younger brother, to take revenge on Dom and his team. So this movie is yet another globetrotting adventure from the Fast and Furious um, people. And it is one that I think is a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to really cut around it. This is one of the ridiculous, most ridiculous movies I've seen in a long time. And I had a lot of fun watching it. Um, I, I mean, there's not much to say. It's Fast and Furious. Uh, if you like the rest of the movies, you're probably going to like this one. And if you didn't, you're definitely not going to like this one. I mean, this one jumps the shark in a lot of ways. It ups the ridiculous factor to a level I honestly didn't even think possible. It it almost seems like uh, the writers will sit down around a table and like place bets on, oh yeah, well I see your, he jumps off of a a cliff and catches the rope with his car and swings across onto another cliff and crashes the car and rolls several times and they survive. And I raise you, uh, the, the, the line of trucks flips and then tumbles down a hill and then he gets in it and somehow breaks fast enough to drive and not fall off a cliff and keeps going. And they just like keep doing it like that. They're just like, oh, I see her, whatever. And I raise you a magnet plane. Oh, yeah. Well, I see your magnet plane. I raise you. They go into space, uh, which is a big, big part of this movie. Um, it just seems like they're intentionally upping the ante and just coming up with the most ridiculous thing that comes to their head. You know, get a few Coronas in them and then the writers are just going to start spitballing whatever you know, whatever random Mad Libs collection of words comes to their head. And I think that's kind of a fun approach. Uh, There are points in this movie where I think it was a little bit too ridiculous for its own good to the point where it kind of took me out. Um, Certain things like mostly dialogue, um, I think, actually, I mean, I'm sorry if you hear that. That's my dog scratching the wall. Um, Hey, knock it off. I'm trying to record a podcast. Uh, I I think mostly the lines are the the stuff that really took me out. Some of the performance in this performances in this are not the best, and the writing doesn't help. But um, I think the 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 action sequences I expected to be kind of ridiculous and cartoonishly over the top. But there are some stuff like the exchange about who's yoda and and who's luke skywalker no i'm han solo whatever between like the the big villain dude otto and uh charlize theron's character uh that was very weird and and just i I thought it was so cheesy and ridiculous uh the stuff at the end where letty's like you drive just like your dad and it's like um no (laughs) he doesn't he's playing with toys uh like it's just so ridiculous and uh that stuff i was kind of like uh yeah okay um another big game breaking element for me which almost i thought i missed something was how han is back i mean i asked about it in the car i was like hey um do, do we understand this? And we don't really, uh, is the general consensus. They kind of just gloss over it. And because realistically, 
And that's because it's impossible. I mean, it doesn't make uh, any sense. There is no time for him to escape that explosion. It's ridiculous. But uh, they they do justify him coming back in a pretty in a pretty interesting way. Uh, there's quite a lot of mysterious side characters who haven't been mentioned up until this point in this film, but I think that's kind of fun. It, it sort of expands the universe and helps make it seem broader and like uh, it was a little more planned than we obviously know it was. I mean, it's, it is kind of, kind of silly, but that's kind of the whole tone of the franchise. So it's, it sort of fits in. So when you get to stuff like the key is actually a person and this person Han knew, and we know that it's Han because he has a Mexican flag in his window in Tokyo, which just so happens to be where we're eating soup in like a market. And it's like, you know what? Sure it is. Of course, why wouldn't it be? Uh, I thought that was uh, that was kind of like kind of weird, but also uh, kind of fun. And I liked that he knew the girl and and that there was a whole backstory to all that stuff. I thought that that kind of that aspect of the plot was was sort of uh, fun and and unique. Uh, also, the magnet tech that they use in this movie, which is a pretty big part of it, I thought that was pretty cool too. Uh, they did a good job of of using that, so I feel like it's fullest potential. They do a lot of pulling, but then I also like the idea that they they can like reverse it too, so that they can be like polar opposites, so that when the cars get close, it pushes them away instead of pulling them in. That's something I never even would have thought about, but like when I saw it happen. I was like, oh, that's cool that they, they did that. It feels like they used that technology to its fullest potential. And so I don't feel like, you know, it was an element that was introduced and they didn't really do anything with it. I thought that was that was a pretty cool part of the film. Uh, I also thought that the whole thing in space was a pretty cool part of the movie and a really fun way to tie in the characters from 3. Uh, it is so weird and trippy to have just watched the, uh, the third film and you know, in the lead up to this and then go to this and see uh, how, what these people look like now. And wow, wow, wow. <laughs> They're so old. <laughs> like, it's weird, though. I honestly feel like the main guy, um, Lucas Black, that this is the actor's name. I don't remember the character's name, but like he somehow looks older and younger. Like he looks skinnier, which makes him look younger. But then he's got like the beard and obviously kind of like an older face. But I mean, he just looks so old in the first one already that it's like not as big of a jump for me in sort of a weird way. Uh, his best friend, though, Twinkie. Oh my, uh, I honestly, if I didn't know that was the same actor, I wouldn't think it was the same actor. That was, that was pretty wild. But uh, I did like all this, the actual story elements with them, regardless of how weird it is to see them all grown up. I thought it was fun that they're just these weird old tinker guys and they don't really do anything with themselves except just like do ridiculous stunts with cars and it's even a success if it just doesn't blow up and then they're eventually able to come and help save the day in sort of like a man behind the computer sort of way i thought that was a really fun idea and like a way to tie in the past films as in particular the third one which had kind of been forgotten in terms of its place in the series for a while because it's just you know it's it's so disconnected from the larger story but i thought they did a good job that was that was a cool aspect of the film and uh in terms of other characters uh you know long lost characters coming in john cena as dom's brother was 
criminally underused, I feel like. I thought John Cena would have a lot more to do in this. He is such an, uh, a fun actor. I really, really think that. I know a lot of people see him as sort of a laughing stock, and I think he kind of leans into that in a, in a pretty charming way. I honestly think that he is a good comedic actor and that he is good in some of the stuff that he's in. But he doesn't have a lot to do in this. And unfortunately, I think that they give a lot more screen time to the flashback version of him, which looks nothing like him and uh then the flashback version of dom who to me looked exactly like noelle miller i don't know if anybody else got that uh, if you did please write in movies and more pod at gmail.com i would love to hear that someone else thought this same way um but you know whatever i think it's just so weird that they had such a great screen presence in this movie and then they kind of wasted him. I th I really think that they had his uh, flashback counterpart on screen more than he was on screen. Like he could have been such a cool villain and he could have been like The Rock or Jason Statham who steal every scene they're in. But unfortunately, I think that they just didn't do as good of a job of in, uh, implementing his his role into the story. And I just think that he wasn't given a lot to do. You know, he wasn't given a lot of lines that could make him steal scenes. And, and that was kind of disappointing. But I'm sure he'll show up in, in future movies and he might get a chance to redeem himself. But uh, that was one of my major disappointments with the film, I think. And their confrontation was really brief. I mean, it, it didn't even like... It didn't even hold a candle to the rock and Vin Diesel's fight in five. I mean, it was just that that stuff was a little bit disappointing for me. But in general, uh, I did have a fun time with this movie. It is ridiculous and it does up the up the ante in uh, a kind of insane way in a lot of places. But I think it is a lot of fun and going to see it in the theater and, you know, throwing popcorn at your. Oh, my God. Uh, throwing popcorn at your face and all this stuff. That was my dog knocking down a mirror, in case you were wondering. Um, this is all fun. It was a fun time, and I I enjoyed it. So I, this will be definitely one that will add to the regular rotation when we watch all the other ones. Uh, I need to really wrap this up, apparently, because he is going to wreck the entire room if I just let him run free. So thank you, as always, for listening. I, I hope you enjoyed this episode, and I hope you enjoyed the movie. Uh, th this one was fun, and I've been waiting for it for a good long time. So I wouldn't say that it disappointed in any major way. I think this one was definitely worth it and a fun time of the movies. So yeah, I would recommend it, uh, especially if you're a fashion fast and the furious fan, but yeah, I got to get out of here uh, before Ruger turns into the Tasmanian devil and tornado whips around the room. Peace. <laughs>